Hello, and welcome to Why This Weirdos Fathomless, a D&D podcast set in the world of the air lore. I'm your Dungeon Master Darby, and joining me as always are Eddie playing Tibble, Mitch playing Neris, Joe playing Alton, Jake playing Fishman, and Laura playing Rue. Let's jump into it. Where we last left off, the Polaris crew re, uh, regrouped uh, initially, uh, finding Tibble and some of the inhabitants of the island, as well as Elbrun, uh, Eldrin, um, Forbray, their quarry within the Undercroft, and gathered what information they could uh, from those there before regrouping under the cover of Rue's marine lair back to Rue's abode, where uh, Nizen, who had gone off uh, to bring Fishman back, uh, met up with them along with Fishman. Um, And then there were some discussions on uh, how to... Uh, determine who was an ooze and needed to be quarantined and who was not. Um, Which I don't think a... During the episode, a definitive uh, answer to that was not uh, decided upon. And so everyone who could have possibly been an ooze was just tied up in a quarantine situation. Um... So, before getting a long rest in, uh, is there anything people would like to do? I believe um, purely for the uh, mental state of the um, potentially unafflicted, um, we should look at finding some form of a solution to the quarantine issue. Um, which Neris will bring up um, with um, probably Alton and Rue. Um, so, so very clearly we need to figure out some way of ascertaining whether these people pose a threat. This is true. So we know some things about these creatures. We have already um, discovered they do not smell as the creature does. Is there anything else we know that we could perhaps test? Well, I got a few swings in on that. That first, the Tibble one, it didn't seem... I don't, I don't think I saw any normal-looking blood or anything. It might not... It might not look the same in the inside as the outside. There did seem to appear to be some sort of facade. And attacking it felt similar to the other more shapeless forms we encountered below the church. Do you recall anything 
Now that your memory is less foggy of when you were first attacked, Neris. I understand it may be traumatic, so please do not push too far. If there is anything you recall, perhaps it will be useful. Now that um, the creature required to get close, and then it changed forms, almost as if something, um, the tentacles um, erupted from it. But other than that, I did not notice anything that could help us in this situation. Only that strong smell of sulfur. Mentioned it has perhaps high magic um, at its disposal. Could perhaps that magic be detected? And they're not talking to us for the quarantine. <laughs> I don't think they realized we can hear it. It's a small house. We're not very good at whispering, are we? Mm. Perhaps no. we should go to another room. Not a sound of mine. <laughs> Although... A good suggestion. That is a very good suggestion. Perhaps that might be um, something that I could attempt whilst um, the two of you as medical professionals are potentially able to ascertain if these individuals have insights. I don't really know how to do that without, I'm not a medical professional. <laughs> there is a, some form of painless way. Uh, yes, I can check the vitals. Does that sound good, Brew? I would say so, yes. But possibly also looking inside the mouth may help. Mm. Depends exactly. on how dedicated our mimic enemy is. That's right. And even if it's not a mimic and it's some kind of magical control, I can uh, give some secondary verification. I know that the heart rate and everything can change sometimes if you're being commanded. So, yes. Very well. Give us some information to work then. Right. How exciting. And for the medical journals. Neris will begin to concentrate on detect magic. Okay. So, um, to begin with, uh, Alton, roll me a medicine check. Uh, Rue, are you assisting Alton in this process? No. Okay, so give me a medicine check, please, Alton. We're looking uh, at 24. people separately, so yeah. Oh, probably individual ones, I okay. guess. Okay, 24. Okay, uh, Rue, make a medicine check then for me, please. Uh, just a moment. 15. 15. Uh, Rue, it's hard for you to get a solid gauge, but you don't think anyone that you checked over uh, was not 
humanoid in any sense. Uh, Alton, you are pretty certain that, yeah, these these all seem to be operating uh, as these are actual humanoids, not some pale imitation from your best no, we'll- medical guess. I will note again, if Rue is uh, assessing some of the other until then, um, like, they would be extremely reluctant. Probably not very pleased to be inside Rue's house in yes. particular. Might just be whispering as they look around at, like, different, like, things that, like, Rue has spoken to, um, Neris and Alton were belonged to Ezit, I believe. Um, and Rue just kind of, like, does, like, the check takes over them very silently. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, Neris, as you complete the casting of Detect Magic, as I believe you were doing, um, you would notice that there are localized, um, or mostly localized uh, areas of magical effects that you can see around. Basically, for the most part, the objects you would expect be magical um tibble's blade and uh and ring um yeah, uh fishman's armor and candle um all that kind of stuff there is a faint aura just generally about rue um that seems to be animantic magic of some description um and Elbrun has a decent amount of low-level, uh, a lot of, like, various abjurative, uh, magics about his person. Oh, I will just quickly butt in, um, out, and apart from, like, his pistols and everything, there would also be a faint magical hue just, like, around his abdomen. Yes. Alright. Any on um, any of the local figures? Uh, not really, no, because you would typically require some sort of magical... Yeah, because none of them have any magical items on their person. They don't seem, based on this, to be under any sort of magical effects either. And just quickly, Alton, the magical hue around your abdomen, is there a particular school of magic? God. Is this the pouch? No, it's a it's a it's a it's a thing. It's a That's secret right. thing. That's okay. right. Um, I will probably have several schools. Okay. Which I can message you later. That's all good. Um well <clears throat> after that has finished um Neris just does a a quick check around the room just to see if there's anything magical hanging from the ceiling. Um, and if there's not, then he'll come back to reality, if you will. Um, to, I have detected nothing of interest. It is the same here. 
I do not notice any irregularities, at least in this case. No, same, same here. They seem fine, as, as far as I can tell. Signs are all normal. Very well. Are we convinced? <laughs> it eases my mind. He says, looking like he's trying to convince himself. It appears to be in order. Without any further results or tests, if there is no smell, and we cannot discern anything at all. Perhaps it will be fine. That said, I am clearly lacking in observance when it comes to this situation in particular. But I'm sure it will be fine. We're on the case, they say. Um, Neris's eyes kind of flicker a couple of times. Um, and then after a brief period of time, he kind of nods to himself. Yes. Very well. We shall release our friends soon. Thank you all very much for your cooperation. Uh, he's addressing everyone. It, I am sure it was not comfortable for you to be all tied. However, this is for everybody's safety. And we have determined to the best of our abilities that we do not believe you are not who you say you are. And Nurse will go and begin to untie people. Congratulations, good news. Welcome to the house that I live in. Tibble um, sort of does a little sigh of relief. Um, like you'd see him noticeably relax. Um, and any of you with like any amount of passive insight um, would understand this to be as he himself has been worried about he himself not being himself. <laughs> um, and his, uh, he calls over to um, his crew members and brew. Like, You've, Done a good job. Uh, I completely understand if, Neris, you wish to remain effective officer in charge until such a time as we dispose with the creature. So, just for safekeepings? Or if you'd like me to step back into heading the mission, whichever, whichever is most comfortable as, uh, or deemed most necessary, I guess. You have been cleared. You should retain your post as captain. 
when no hard feelings of the bossing around as well. Alton lad, I volunteered for quarantine. I I understand. It's I don't like the thought of another me going around and messing with my crew. And I understand if you're if any of you are uncomfortable me taking the command position back up. We signed up for. Bye. All right. Well, in that case, um, uh, sorry, Darby, I've forgotten the um, locals' names again. Okay. <laughs> or even the name of the place where we are. So you are uh, on the outskirts of Siana. Uh, on the island of Akarin. Um The locals that you were talking, or that you are here with, are um, Sister Kiek, uh, Mer Salik, and then Iki and Ur. Uh, sorry, sorry, what was the village's name again? Like, the village? The village is Siana. Siana. Siana, okay. Locals of Siana, uh, thank you for enduring the quarantine. I'm sure it wasn't the most comfortable uh, for those of you who I was not introduced to or did not introduce myself to during quarantine. I'm Captain Timu Clover. Uh, my crew here and myself are on a mission to retrieve uh, Odin Forbray, who... Well, we have retrieved him. However, we do wish to assist you in ridding your village of its current scourge. Uh, now, I think it would be wise in the interest of your own personal safety, um, as long as this is okay with our new friend, Rue, of course, for you to stay in this current establishment with us under our protection, uh, rather than return to your homes and risk being consumed again. Does this sound fair to everyone? And I'm happy to roll a persuasion for that as yeah, well. Yeah, roll me a persuasion check. Probably should have got the dice out before saying I'd roll <laughs> a persuasion. And I swear it'll happen every single time I have to make a roll. Oh, beautiful. Um, so, what do we got here? It's a 19 just on the dice. Oh, yeah. Um, no, they, they certainly So Tibble also has a pretty good persuasion. Um, so that would be a 25. Yeah, they, they acquiesce. Um. Right. Wonderful. And um, Rue, is that fine with you? I understand that it is quite a few people under you. Uh, your roof, and you have been very accommodating so far. It is no problem for me. This is a small house, of course. Uh, my only question. And Rue looks over, um, uh, specifically like Iki and Aura and Sleek and Quirk. 
doesn't really pay much attention to <laughs> Eldrin. Um, and then kind of just like tilts their head to one side. Is this p- all right with the rest of you? Um, and the, the, the light eyes kind of dim slightly in some kind of unreadable expression. I, th- I think Kirk will be the one to kind of vocalize uh, for everyone. Uh, or at least she believes for everyone. Um, it will suffice. Understood. Please make yourselves all at home then. There is tea. I don't know if it's still warm. Well, it actually it should be. And they kind of like start just, they just immediately kind of like turn very curtly and start sort of like turning over like this little fireplace and this sort of um again very dark lots of like lanterns hanging from the ceiling but it's just very old and dusty sort of place and there's like a kettle kind of thing over the fireplace of the horrible herban meat soup tea mm. that Rue made for Alton and Neres and Nizer <laughs> the stay previous yeah. um but they're very specifically kind of turning themselves away from this conversation now. Uh, <laughs> like the right. switch has been flicked. All right. Uh, is there anything folks want to achieve before taking a long rest? Yes. So mm-hmm. as soon as Fishman becomes untied, he will um, take out his book and start making notes. Uh, be watching what Rue is doing quite um, attentively. Um, and also he will question the other crew members as to, like, the nature of the ooze. Like, do they believe it to be, like, a a creature? They, they keep on speaking to it about it as if it's a it, like a thing. Um, so is it, like, a beast? Is it what... That's what he's trying to narrow down is the type of creature that this um, ooze is. Yeah. Um, so if you asked around, what would the character say? It seems like a hive mind, possibly. Hmm. Weird possessy things. Recreations. Um, and yeah, he's going to jot all this down. That's Um, very good. Neris would uh, talk about a, a sentient creation um, born of ooze and magic, um, whereas most oozes and slimes are unintelligent and just react to stimuli as it's presented to them. This one seems to think and want to grow. All right. Well, Darby, with all that being said, if um, Fishman sat down a bit and had a ponder, do you reckon you could pinpoint what type of creature this is? Uh, you, you, you've been told. Um, you would have been told if as, uh, it has identified itself as an Oblex. Oblex. All right. So that's its own thing? Yes. Yeah. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. And then, yeah, the last thing that Fishman will want to do um, is definitely have a chat to, um, sorry, his name escapes me right now, um, Eldrin. 
Okay, uh, yes, Aldrin Forbray. Yeah, so you approach him. Um, he wouldn't do it secretly either, so if yeah. any other party members wanted to join in, they're more than welcome to. Um, but yeah, um, cool. Fishman will approach him, and um, he'll start off with um, Aldrin. Do you mind if we have a chat? Oh, I'm okay with it. I'm wanting to talk about the nature of your work. I'm interested in animancy, are you? Not particularly. Well, I'm I find magic find to be interesting. But I'm more after roles. Roles? And I guess I'm going to be quite direct with you. But it seems that our party, our crew, and the common folk have been affected by this Oblek. Did you, in any part, have anything to do with the Oblek's creation? Oh, gods, no. Have you come to study it? No. Simply just learn about animancy. Why this yeah. place of all places? Because this island is rife with it. And have your studies been profitable? I dare say. I've managed to cover um, what is uh, present in the, the, the forest. Um, and I, I just need to um, finalize my notes and I should be able to uh, get a pretty penny from uh, from this research. If, uh, if I can interrupt here, Eldrin, uh, as far as I was aware, there wasn't much known about Akern. How was it you came across that it was rife with Anamancy? And why might you think it would be? <sighs> Words pass around when you have um, access to certain circles. And with all due respect, dear Captain, as much as you may work for those circles, you do not have true access to them like I do. Ah, so, uh... If if I if I can uh, clear this up, um, so the people, what you're saying is that the people that hired me, who uh, is an explorer, so explores the lands, gets the information, um, has the contacts. Uh, those people know uh, this information. Seemingly, uh, and it seemingly is above a role like mine. But they somehow know this information, but uh, see it as above the people who give them that information. Is that correct? Is that to my understanding of how you phrased that? If I am understanding you correctly, not really. 
No, there are there are. You're. The well, then I'd like you to be a little bit more clear with me, lad. As um, your circle is much. I like... have a bit of issue understanding some of the finer nuances. If I may, Captain, I believe he may be saying there is more than one circle. Precisely. So, like other employers, at that I'm aware of. I'm not stupid. Not just employer social circles, the upper crust. Those with real power. Okay, but those with real power, lad, as far as I am aware, obtain their understanding of this information through contracted workers such as myself. So when, when you're saying that that information is above me, no, actually, it's not. It's just that that information was hired out to a different underling to achieve. Do you catch my understanding? I think I do. All of the upper echelons, if I may, yeah. get their information from hiring out people who they say as beneath them. Is that right? Probably not. But it is information that they gather. I think you would be quite surprised at the amount of information that does actually pass between those underlings uh, that are not privy to that information. So I'd mind you to watch your tone around my crew um, and try and be a bit more forthcoming with any comments that you're making, please, Eldrin. Anyway, apologies, Fishman. I'll let you continue your questioning now. I just had some suspicions I wanted to put at bay because it would probably affect the work that we'd be doing. You are our primary objective, as it stands, Eldrin. We are here for you. Oh, hooray. And I have all the answers I need right now. All right. Uh, I don't else? believe we've come to a decision as to whether or not we are going to get your research, but... At this point, it seems some interested. Hmm. How bad? How badly do you need this research? Is it worth the risk? I know you say that you will receive a pretty penny, but is a pretty penny worth your life? If my notes are able to be retrieved and returned to me, Upon my return home, I would be more than happy to see fit that a sum of 1,000 gold makes its way to your ship's coffers. That sounds like quite a good incentive. In the words of Nares, we will take that into consideration. And I noticed this one. His, uh, any points at Nares. His ears pricking up at any small mention of animancy. 
the whole I'm guessing the whole room kind of just turns its attention to Neris. <laughs> we might be able to um, come to some sort of discussion upon return to civilization if we find ourselves in the same place at the same time where I might be able to impart some knowledge. You are knowledgeful and observant. Of course. Excellent traits in an adventurer and an explorer. Now, if that's all, gentlemen, I feel like I should be getting some rest. I have no beef. Do as you may. <laughs> all right. Any other uh, activities before the long rest? There's so many fun activities. <laughs> uh, Neris okay. has one final thing. Um, in that, <laughs> a little ways after that conversation has calmed down a little bit, um, Neris is just sort of going to go over to one little corner and kind of cover his mouth and send a, uh, a very small message uh, to Mr. Forbray, which is just different circles, like the message equivalent of a winky face. Okay. Right. And then he'll uh, begin to set up an alarm around the room. Okay. Uh, anyone else? Or are we going to... Unless, Well, unless unless there is anything else that has... Um, Fishman would like to propose a watch roster. Yeah, Tibble also would um, be organizing a watch roster as well. Okay. Fishman would... Um, put himself up to be first. Um, so, rather than... Because you're in a reasonably fortified position here, rather than yet going through the whole um, rigmarole of separate watches and perception rolls and all that, I will say that uh, the all the watches pass uneventfully. Um there's there's nothing coming for you in the middle of the night. Um, and unless there's something that has been missed, um, everyone is able to have their long rest. There's spell slots regained, hit points regained. Any other daily resources regained? Um... And it is a new morning on the island of Akron. What's the weather like? Sunny? Uh, wonderful? Happy? Um, it's, uh, it's mildly gloomy. Fair. <laughs> As it always is. Ruba spent most as much of their time in like the small side kitchen. Um, 
if people were looking for places to sleep, there's like an upstairs, there's like a like a ladder with like up to a loft in the top like main section of the like where the lounge room is. There's like dusty couches, um, uh, like a, a moth-eaten armchair. There's another room that has like a um, another like just a regular bed in it that like Rue would reluctantly offer up to people as well. Um, Again, it's very dusty. It looks unused. Rude would have just like kind of secreted themselves in the kitchen, just kind of just, like standing, like making up some space. So there would just been that looming kind of shadow cast across the floor, um, and they would have just been watching out the window most of the time that that evening. Um, but they observed the sunrise, yeah, and um, and kind of just like poke their big little head in to see, like look over everyone. And then just kind of just like slow, <laughs> be like, oh, yep, they're all there. They're all still alive. Oh, the birds are sleeping over there. Cool. They're all roosting. And then just kind of <laughs> slides his head back <laughs> and will then just wait right. for what are the, their new friends are planning to do. Right. And what are they planning to do? So Tibble's probably among one of the first up, up if he wasn't on second or last watch or whatever. Um, and from wherever he's sort of curled himself up, he would um, sort of <laughs> rise and um, take sort of stock of the room um, and look over, see who's awake, and then would make his way over to Rue. Um, and in a more sort of quiet tone, he's, um, like, uh, good morning, Rue. Rue kind of, like, turns, looks around, and then, like, turns their mask down to look at Tibble. I also note there's, like, a little, like, again, a very kind of, like, worn-looking table, uh, quite low compared to Rue's height. Um, and on there, there would be, like, a couple of, like, uh, sea glass type uh, rocks uh, very similar here in shape and colour to the ones that Janice had in his room um, and they kind of just like as they see Tibble they, they cast a glance back at them and then just sort of like sweep them off the table and into a pouch and then kind of like turn properly to face Tibble Good morning Captain Tibble of the Polaris how are you doing today are you feeling better physically much better at and well a little better emotionally too mentally i guess that's good i'm glad to hear it how are you doing i'm fine glad to be helping people if help is possible of course you have been a great help um good it has been, it probably sounds horrible. I mean, all of the terrible things and all the tentacles are not great, but it has been very fun. It probably oh, I... sounds inappropriate to say. I think I'd understand in a way or two. I, uh... You're very understanding. Uh-huh. Well, I try. I try to be. But, um... You're doing a good job. Is it, uh, hard without them? 
with the others that lived here. Yes. I miss my father figure as it very much. And the other that is gone now. Trust me now. It is difficult, yes. I do miss them very much. So it's been nice being around other people again. I am not very popular on this island. Though I am now beginning to understand that it is probably a good thing if the common binding factor is mouth tentacles. <laughs> Company present accepted, of course. I'd, thankfully. I'd right say so. But I am... Um, I understand what you mean, though, about it being fun of sorts. Yes. Part of why I took up... Well... The profession I did. An exciting adventure every day. Actually, I, I must ask you. And then Rue very kind of rapidly sort of like just bends their body in and like kind of like sticks his like beak just right towards Tibble. Have you ever seen a ship with a flag that has a wolf on it that may have ventured past here perhaps three years ago? You are a captain? Um, Darby. Hmm. Would he have? Should I roll something? Yeah, roll me a history check. Wonderful. Where is a d20? (laughs) Also, my mouse has died. So, where is Daniel Murray? (laughs) Yes, I was about to say. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) We lost him. (laughs) Um, Oh, that's a 17. 17. Um, you don't know of any in particular. Like, there are a few that use, like, kind of... Like, there are a handful that have used uh, wolf iconography. Um, but you're not sure of... You're not sure of their... Uh, their kind of travel history. Yeah, I can't be sure, lad. I I come across a lot of boats at sea, but if if you're seeking them out, that's certainly something I can assist with. I appreciate it. My father figure as its song left with them, and I do not know why. And it has been a long time to wait. And I have not seen newcomers here for some time. The most recent was the man that you came to collect. I... So I appreciate you offering to look. I, um... I hope this isn't too forward, Brew, because I've known you less than a day. But... You're always welcome to come looking with us. That is an interesting proposition. I'm, uh... Well... To get you a wage and everything, I would have to run it past my, uh... Well, employers, but... For the meantime, if you wanted to, you could be a guest 
my own personal guest upon the ship. A personal guest? Aye. How exciting. A friend of the captain. A friend of the captain? Friend of Captain Tivil Clover of the Polaris. That is very kind of you to say. Well, I hope it to be true. And even if it, it isn't, I hope it will be one day. Yes, it... And Rue kind of, like, looks around, the sort of, like, lights in their eyes kind of dimming a little bit, the blue sort of, like, faking out a little bit as they look around, like, reluctantly. We, we shall have to see. I was told to wait, but I'm not sure. I understand. That. I'm not sure if that will help. It's your decision, and it's not a decision that should be taken lightly. It is true. I have wondered what has been beyond Acheron for a long time. But I probably came from beyond there before I came here. Unfortunately, I cannot remember. If, um, if I may offer a little bit of advice, lad, and I will premise this by saying adventures of this sort that my crew and I have gotten into, they are not uncommon upon my ship so I understand if it's a bit too dangerous for you as well but your life deserved to be lived for yourself I I don't know much about well your kind and that may just be from being a little island folk myself but You seem quite kind, and I think you deserve to have fun and adventures. Thank you. Uh, As I am a doctor, I'm working on providing comfort to others, so I'm glad it's working, sort of. I have been trying to do that to regain trust on the island. I don't think it's been working too well recently, but uh, even less so, I suppose, now that the locals are sprouting appendages. But... It is good to hear. I am happy to help people, and I am glad that I am doing some progress there. What a good day so far. You're doing much to comfort yourself, though? As long as I can help others, the rest is not required. I have a different way of looking at things anyway. But I am very glad to be around people again. You are not concerned about being around someone like me. I suppose you have no choice, as the others have said. Rue, my friend, I don't have the slightest concern being around you. I have more concern being around that lot. Really? Bird folk, yeah. Oh, yes. No birds eat mice. Not very kind of them. Not those birds, probably. I don't really know. I haven't met many bird folk in my time, but I know in the world of the little creatures, birds eat mice quite often. True. I've never heard of one of your kind eaten mice folks, so... No... Ham may be different, but I have not meant others like ham either, so it will be fine. 
Pam is my friend, my only friend currently. Oh. Well, we'll have to change that then, won't we? I suppose we have. You said you're my friend. That's a good start. And I would certainly hope that Medic Alton Bainrin of the Polaris and Neris, as he's requested I call him, would also think so. And this fishman, as he, as they, as, as the fishman is pleased to be called. Is, uh... I suppose it is of no matter. Primary objective is to get Elden Forbray off the island, yes? Or recover well, something for him. Technically, our primary objective was to find Elden Forbray, which we've done. Objective achieved, yes. So anything from here is just a bit of icing on the cake. A little bit of fun. Icing on the cake. Oh, yes. What a delightful cake indeed. I'm afraid I don't have any cake here, actually. But I do hope the tea was sufficient. I've made some more. (laughs) And, um... Rue points at like points like a long sort of black claw, leather leather clad claw at like just this pot of just like just like clearly but like you know, a garlic string thrown in there and then like a strip of like pork rind meat and then like just stuff that they've clearly just pulled off that's been hanging there and it's thrown in there. There's probably dust floating around as well. Rue, I've got a uh, might be a bit of an insensitive question to ask you if it's. Okay, if it's appropriate. Please go ahead. I will tell you if it's inappropriate afterwards. Are you capable of consuming things yourself? Tasting them? The like. Rue kind of like tilts their head to one side and kind of like looks like they're sliding over to see if like anyone beyond the kitchen is like stirring, which probably they are starting to. Not really, I think. Not very well. I have some understanding of things and I like textures. But I don't have any requirement to eat, I suppose. But that's alright because ham does enough eating for the both of us. Perhaps a little bit too much. I must say it again, it has no ham has never eaten a person, as Alton suggested. Well, I'm 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 glad to hear it. But, uh... Good. Um, if you do join us, uh, on the Polaris, my ship, I think you'd do well, uh, meeting my wife, Kara. She, uh, she's quite the young chef herself. Uh, has quite a passion for cooking. She can probably teach you a thing or two about, um different ways to understand taste I guess now that would be interesting interesting I must inquire again as we speak of this as a hypothetical arrangement do you have any other people with magical interest on board your ship beyond Nerys I plenty lad my crew is quite varied. Uh, 
many of them have many different interests. Uh, she is a druid, though I wouldn't quite go mentioning her around Alton. She's technically the head of our medical department. Is she a doctor? No. Excuse What's the difference? Excuse oh, yes. me. I'm sorry to interrupt this delightful conversation, but is there any chance that we could be returning to our homes at any time today? Oh, uh, my apologies. Priestess. Uh, and Rikov stands up very straight very again. Speaks. Immediately. Um, and just like steps back very quickly. Well, leaving with her. Uh, well, young Miss P- Priestess, uh, if I may, you're out of quarantine. You can return at any time. It was simply requested that you stay here with us as uh, a measure of your own safety. But by all means, if you wish for this oblex fellow to consume you, be my guest. But in the meantime, uh, I'm going to appreciate the hospitality of our young friend Rue at this very early morning, uh, hour of the morning, until my compatriots arise, uh, in which such time we will gather our resources and hope to rid you of this current scourge. However, uh, if you wish to be going, the door is simply that way. She very just stubbornly stands there. And, and brushes down her her vestments and says, Well, at least I know where your priorities lie before going back to where she what? came from. Excuse me, miss, what do you mean by that? I mean what I say. D- okay, but I don't understand what you say, so it's hard to gather meaning from that. You weren't supposed to. Well, then why bother saying it? (laughs) And uh, Tibble just makes this kind of gesture, like it really just like, what was that? (laughs) All right. Anyway. Just kind of awkwardly shrugs. (laughs) So you continue your conversation and uh, one by one, the everyone else rises um and is there anything you would like to do before returning to Sienna to deal with things um so Neris is going to um as he does um every morning though the crew probably aren't aware of this to, for the most part um Neris will essentially meditate with a couple of open books in front of him. Um, he'll kind of run his hands across the pages and sort of look at uh, individual spells before flicking and sort of deciding what, uh, what ones he wants to memorize for the day. Um, and then once that's done, he's going to uh, sit cross-legged and meditate and almost sort of... Um, be distracted from the world um, as he is 
really on most occasions. Uh, however, this time he will um, open up his eyes and he becomes very focused. Um, and whoever is the closest person to Neris, um, he will look them in the eyes unblinking and just say, Today will be a good day. Fate smiles, and I smile back. All right. Um, any anything else that anyone does? Um, if there's no one else, is there anyone else? What people? I probably just mentioned that um, Alton gets up and he he does not look like he has slept. He looks really bad. He's probably just like looking really groggy, looking very grumpy, probably like pops a painkiller, um, used up most of his spoon points yesterday. Um, yeah, so he's just slowly getting ready that morning, <laughs> getting his healing supplies ready. But yes, go ahead. Once um, everyone's uh, awake and started to get ready, Tibble calls a pseudo sort of meeting. Um, it's like, all right, well, um, I think we should discuss what our action is from here. Uh, as your captain, I very much would like to eradicate this uh well this oblex from this place if not to rid this quaint little village of this scourge but also to ensure that this scourge does not make it out of this village and infect the wider world because i think that would be bad however this is very much a situation of not our monkeys, not our circus. So if the crew majority decides that we return to the boat, we return to the boat. So any who are, any kind of cast a glance over the others that are there, uh, part of my crew or guests of the Polaris are welcome to cast their vote. Uh, any and all who wish to stay and fight the Oblex, say aye. Oh. Aye? Nizen says aye. 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 Once Fishman sees Neris put his hand up, he'll do the same. Interesting. Wonderful. It is agreed then. Now, uh, for those of you that are not on my crew, um, do any of you have any form of fighting or battle expertise? And do you wish to put yourself in harm's way for your village? There is a silence. Um, <laughs> That was a that was a question. Yes. 
for feedback and answering. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, it's if you stay silent, it doesn't give me an answer to that. Uh, Salik, the mayor, probably speaks up and says, um, I'm afraid that um, our, our people don't uh, take combat often. I, of course, life. that's fine. I just needed to be aware of the situation. Perfect. And uh, uh, Eldrin, will you be accompanying us? My magics are of no effect in combat. I I, but do you have any support or healing magics at all? Unfortunately not. Right, of course. So it will be our job then. I have such capabilities, but my... Um, Where my spellbook is with my notes, isn't it? And I yes. wasn't exactly prepared for this kind of thing. No, rightly so. My spells. No, of course. Sorry, I feel like you're picking something up in my tone. Um, and I'm not sure what you're picking up. I, I'm being quite genuine when I say that is that I understand. Uh, it's This is just how I speak in meetings okay i any kind of gestures to uh, the rest of his crew right oh, oui. yeah all right well then uh obviously those of you who aren't under my command you are welcome to do as you wish but i would recommend that you stay here where it is safe uh, however, if you wish to become part of the Oblex, you are welcome to leave at any time, as I told your uh, young priestess this morning. You are not being held captive here. It is a situation of we are trying to protect you. Uh, now, Rue, um, I am not quite sure of your capabilities, though I am aware you did assist uh Neris, Southern, and Nizen yesterday. Would you be willing to assist again today? Rue has been looking quite uncomfortable, especially when the rest of the locals have been saying, like, oh, we don't really do fighting, we don't really use magic. Um, and, like, the light behind their eyes has been, like, quite dim um, while this conversation goes on. And then when Tibble addresses him, they're just sort of like... Mm. <laughs> and they seem to just cast a gaze back over the... Um, yeah, Riantel. Um and it's like uh I I'm quite handy with blade and saw and I suppose more importantly I can heal what cannot be quickly mended and subdue pain using magic, yes. I would gladly be of assistance th with this. We would be more than glad to have you, lad. Of course, it's um, up to you at the end of the day, but I'm sure the locals would appreciate you getting rid of this scourge for them. Or assisting in such. I am always happy to assist and to help. So I would be happy to help. As best I can. 
Right. And I must say, no offense to both Marys or Medic Elton Bainra, but they are my services may be useful depending on what the rest of your skill set is. I, Fishman will butt in and be like, um, going off my experience, I believe I will be the one most in need of your services. This seems to be I'm the one in need of the most mending. For I'm the one who tends to leap into danger the most often. Oh dear, that is terrible. Do you feel like you need to prove yourself by throwing yourself into combat? I play a role in this crew, and I trust my comrades. I believe they pick me up when I fall down. Oh, it's a matter of trust, and a test of that, I see. Very nobly done. Then I will make sure that I will keep you safe. As I will with the others. I am here to help. Um, Fishman, oh, I will note that there was a slight cocking of the eyebrow on um, on Ur um, when Rue mentioned uh, their use of magic. Uh, yeah, he'll wear right, cool. Uh, does them using magic disturb you? Do you find that uncomfortable as he turns his gaze to was it or? Or so it's double or. O double R. Uh. There's a darkness to the magic that one has. I'll be careful. If I were you. They seem to have no ill intention to our crew or you people. Regardless, the source of power can sometimes be the thing of darkness. Even when the people who wield it have the best of intent. Correct me if I'm wrong, I have very little understanding of this situation. Animancy no, is definitely not. not my strong suit. But if what I believe is to be true is the case that evil has already been done, why not then use that power for a beneficial cause, for a good cause? If that is your belief, then so be it. How do you feel about this as he turns back? There is nothing more to say. They know what I say the truth of the matter is. If others choose not to believe it, then all the best I can do is try to help people. I know what you're implying. And just kind of just like they're a lot more rigid all of a sudden um even though they kind of already are but like it's, it's a degree of like just schools like even though you can't really see his expressions a lot more like suddenly subtle shift of just like tone there um 
and they're a lot more aloof, I think, all of a sudden. All right. And they're like, hey, kind of like tilts towards like one of the, the back room that had the, um, one of the, the proper beds in it, not the bird beds. <laughs> yeah. All right. Rue, if, uh, it may be something that says more about me than it does about yourself or your company, but you'll be the second person within the week that has had a uh, dark reputation that I've befriended. And may I say, your reputation has been uh, about, uh, well, no, not so much your reputation as your character has been about as lovely as the last, um, the wonderful captain who I was fortunate enough to dine with this past week. Um, lots of scary tales about her, but she actually accommodated us quite nicely and is looking into doing a favour for us. So I think sometimes some gossip gets a bit too large for its britches. I mean... A lot of people look at me when they meet me and um, are surprised at how short I am. Don't it know is, why. I'm it is a very surprising, <laughs> but it makes sense. All right. I am sure we can sort this out together. This will be good. Shall we be off then? And Rude is notably looking very curiously over characters like um, Alton and Neris, who have been a lot more behaved, like, to Rude a lot more differently to how they were before uh, on the previous day here. Um, Alton is notably looking weaker to them um, and seems to be deferring to Tibble in some degree of, like, reverence, whereas... Neris is a lot quieter and a lot less excited <laughs> than what Rue remembers. So Rue's just kind of like looking over with just a vibe emanating from them. <laughs> but that's about it because they don't emote very much. <laughs> but you, you guys can have known him along for long enough to understand. Um, but yeah. So as people head into town, can I get some idea of a marching order? Just quickly, was there anything that um, Alton or Neris were going to say before we headed out? Or even just to Tibble? Because I know Tibble was just like, let's go. And we have Matt, which he's the actor, not the thinker. Yeah, so uh, what we would have seen of Alton, um, Alton probably was at, like, the other side of the room, faced away, I don't know, looking through his healing pack or supplies or something, which are dwindling by this time. Um, but during the conversation about... Um, Rue's magic, which Alton probably could have heard, um, he would have noticeably just, like, tensed and just gone still. Um, yeah... So it's really not showing a lot on his face, but he's just, just being a bit, probably a lot more quiet. Um, and just, yeah, he'll just go along with the, the, the plans. All right. Um, Neris 
is also very quiet um, right up until everyone is making to leave. Um, and I assume the um, the locals or everyone who's not wanting to fight are staying back at Rue's place potentially or are making their way somewhere else? Um, I imagine they're probably staying, at, with Rue's permission, staying at Rue's until they get the all clear. If they ask her, it's just like, if you think that will be the safest... Kindly do not touch my things. And Rue very specifically, like, um, kind of turns to the table that's, like, in the uh, lounge room that has the map on it and just very carefully just rolls that up and then puts stashes out in the little hip pouch, which notably has medical tools and a bone saw um, also attached to it um, and then pointedly stalks out of the house slowly. All right. Yeah. Um, then Neris will just look over at um, Tibble. Let's say, give me just a moment. Hello. Mm, no. Within sight, please. I wish to speak with our friends here. Oh, alone with them. Okay. Yes. Sorry. Just we shouldn't separate with the ooze. That was a test. You passed. Congratulations. Really? It was not. Please leave <laughs> <Okay>. me alone. <laughs> of course. Uh, okay. Right. The rest of you outside with me. Uh, Neris will be joining us shortly. We'll wait at the front door. Um, and Neris is going to turn to the mayor and sister and the others if they're part of this conversation as well. Um, I did not want this to be such a song and dance as it has become. Um, <clears throat> I wanted to uh, thank you all uh, I realize that we, well, we rescued you and then immediately told you what to do and uh, and you were essentially made to follow. We did give you a choice, but it wasn't much of a choice as we are all armored and you are not. I was hoping, and he does turn to the mayor, um, Potentially, as we have traveled a long distance and we have a long way to go again, when we do um, deal with this problem that is in your town, if you would um, be able to open up some negotiations for some trading goods, potentially some supplies that we may take with us, um, we do have some coin and some trade goods as well. I don't know how much you would um, that, need, that, obviously. That can be arranged, yes. Perfect. Um, also, while I have you, now that it is just us, what are your thoughts on Friday? do not seem comfortable in their presence. 
if you don't mind me asking. It's a long story, um, with many sides to it. I think for now, uh, it is best that you just be wary around them. And when we have our negotiations, I'll tell you in further detail. I don't want you to be too distrustful if you have to face them on the battlefield or to work with them on the battlefield rather of course perhaps if you could write down your thoughts and hand them to me later so that we don't run into any prying ears that might be a good idea Stay safe, and we shall find you when everything is over. And I do apologize again about our crews. They are all well-meaning. They are just very direct. Yes. Well, I thank you for the help you are giving our, giving our little town. We will do what we can. And in return, we will do what we can to thank you. Nurse gives a sort of half grin and then nods and walks out and joins the rest of the group. All right. And as you head towards uh, Sienna, the center of Sienna, and get prepare yourselves to face the Oblex. That's where we're going to call it for this week. Uh, thank you everyone for uh, for listening for watching uh, and we will see you next time see you next week let thank us know you. how you're enjoying you it week, let us know your thoughts also i yes. promise yes. is fine don't worry about it have a good one tweet us yell at us scream yes. at us you know where to find us bye Pretty sure uh, a couple of us uh, had the thought there where Elder was like, oh, yeah, I know, I was almost finished my research. I just need to find my notes. We're like, is he making an ooze? <laughs> Have we already found these ooze? These notes? Question mark? Pretty sure this guy's paying us.
and our only job was to find him. Mm. Bonus points for taking him home. Kesbet's oh. notes. <laughs> Unfortunately, Neris now cares about his notes because it is a type of magic that is very uncommonly written about. <laughs> 